Welcome to the Green Up Academy podcast with Alex Kirby, where we focus on helping you level up your green industry business. Whether it's marketing, finance, employees, or strategy, we talk about everything on this show to help you apply it to your business and change your family and company's future for decades to come. Here's your host, Alex Kirby. What's going on, everybody? This is the Green Up Podcast, and we are videoing this and talking. So, Eric, I apologize if I look over here. I'm trying not to look at the cameras, but um, exciting, man. Excited to be here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah. Is, uh, send me, let me hear that woo pig. Woo pig? That's, no, dude. You got to give me <laughs> no. a real thing. I'm not going to get it. Um, we didn't play you guys this year in football, us Gamecocks, but yep. you know what? You, we need to, you need to come down when we, you guys play at us. That'd yeah. be tight. I went to an Arkansas-Carolina game one time. Yeah, you probably lost. I think you did. No, you might have beat us that time. But anyways, um, for everybody watching and listening, this is Eric Hill. He owns Fayark Lawn Co. Yep. Make sure I get that right. Yep. I always want to say Lawn and Landscape yeah. for some reason. Nope. But we uh, we flew in to hang out with Eric. Eric's been a buddy of mine for like three years now probably. Three, I think it was. I think we were nineteen when we first started talking. Yep. And Eric's killing it. Eric's got a uh, multi-million dollar lawn and landscape business. Um, they are doing, you know, mowing, commercial, little bit of residential, mostly a landscape hardscape company, transforming themselves. A little bit of snow removal. <laughs> Three events. Yeah. Did that. I told you the story one time we had in South Carolina. We had one and. Uh, I couldn't get anybody to come because there was like this. All my employees were like, "It's dangerous!" And it was like we had half an inch. Yeah. And uh, it was like two years ago, and uh, me and my manager and six guys I had to pay them like double. I'll pay you double. We did mm-hmm. like twenty five mm-hmm. grand in forty eight hours, and all we did was throw salt. And yeah. I didn't have any salters. I had to like throw it by hand, like I'm shelling corn to chicken. It's yeah. pretty hilarious, yeah, but big money though. Big money, twenty five thousand in a weekend is pretty strong, yeah. but. Um, Eric, you, you've done really well and you're, you're going to be a part of our Academy, uh, green up Academy that we're working on and, and it's going to be coming out in January. I think some of these episodes should be coming out before then. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, people will hear your story and your mini course that's going on or thing. But one thing I think is important, you and I are both people of faith and I was talking to a guy the other day. I didn't even tell you this yet. I got an email from this guy and, um, I was telling him how I wasn't doing the Down to Business podcast anymore. I was transitioning it to uh, two podcasts. I'm going to have my own like show in the springtime for mm-hmm. like talking business, life, family, political, all just a normal show. Yep. But then I wanted to have a green industry. And this guy messaged me. He heard me say that on the podcast. And he wrote me like a four paragraph, like, please don't get rid of it. Like he didn't know I was doing the second show. Mm-hmm. But he was saying – Man, it is so encouraging to hear people who are not that old talk about their faith. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate he was saying how you appreciate me talking about it. But I, one thing I appreciate about you, and that's why I said all this, is you talk about your faith. And I think one of the hardest things um, that I, I talk to people all the time, you do too, within the industry, one of the hardest things is faith, family, balance with business. How do you impact your, or input your faith in your business how do you maintain a healthy lifestyle for your family? Because we're in business to be with our family. We're yeah. not in business to get a yacht like Jeff Bezos and hang out right by yeah. ourselves. We're, we do this because we want to provide for other people's families and for our own. So like, I just want to have that discussion. You're 22. You got married young. 
you have a kid. You already have another one on the way. Congrats, by the way. Yep. So tell me how you do that at 22. Have you done well so far? Have you not? Let's <clears throat> just have honesty hour here. Yeah. So, I mean, up front, starting your business is going to be the hardest point, especially if you have a wife and kids. And mm-hmm. I didn't really realize that until I had it. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be working 80 to 100 hours a week to get it off the ground. And luckily, I did that in high school. Madison still um, felt that because I wasn't hanging out with her as much when she was in college. Because <laughs> I was working. She older than you? Yeah. Oh. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Level up. Yeah. So I wasn't hanging out with her as sure. much as, and I just, I was working. It's kind of what I was used to. Sure. And she, um, she went through it. I mean, she obviously kind of knew that this is what I wanted to do. I don't think she knew what the end goal would be or what it is now. And she's very thankful now that I did basically the suck or just the startup. <laughs> yeah. Then, because it would be a lot harder now being gone from yeah, her yeah. and Brooks yeah. and just the time, just because life's short. Sure. Like time flies by and you, you want to be there. Um, But I mean, the biggest thing now is like just, I mean, honestly, up until three months ago, I sucked at it. Mm. Like we had a miscarriage three months ago. And, um, like that kind of really like, it's just an eye opener. It's like terrible. I had we, as well. everything's going great with the business and like, we're, we weren't relying on God and we weren't until like that point. Mm-hmm. And like, since then things have changed a ton and our hearts are, it is God's mm-hmm. plan and nothing else. And that's why, like, honestly, every projection we've ever had in business, we've hit mm-hmm. and beyond hit, um, because it's it's not up to me. Amen. I can plan all I want, but at the end of the day, it's up to God. I'm into that. I and man, keep going. So I mean, just with that, like, you're in business to be with your family, but at the same time, you have to be in business to provide for your family. That's great. So it's it's difficult, and it's a give and take. Like there's mm-hmm. like I tell Madison, there's some days that I might have to be on the phone and talking to people late at night to plan the next day or if something happened, but I can also be home at three o'clock or take off Friday if, yeah. um, or just get home early to be yeah. with them. So it is a give and take and it's flexible, sure. but there's also times you have to be a business owner when it's technically family time. I think it's uh man, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. We had a miscarriage too. Um, I did not know that. I don't think you told me that we had a miscarriage after our, f- we had a one child and we had a miscarriage. We were actually on a family trip when it happened and it was terrible. And I looked at my wife in the eyes and I, I remember I was in a hotel room with her, and I said, uh, I don't know what this means, but all we can do is trust God. And we got pregnant with our son, my first son, Callaway, eight weeks later, which is not really supposed to – you kind of had the same thing. It's, You're not, it's not really supposed you know, to happen. Ten or eleven weeks. So yeah, yeah, the chances of it are really low. Yeah. Um, so God always has his, his hand on us. I, I feel that 100%. So you said something interesting about – the work, the balance part of it. You were like, but I don't. Uh, some days, oh, sorry. Go I don't. Ahead. I don't think there's a. Balance. There's no such thing as balance. There is incorporating. <laughs> you're juggling. You know, it's incorporating the sure, two. Like sure. you have to have. If your family's not on the same sure. page of what your goal with your business sure. is, there's going to be a disconnect. And I. Well, let's like, talk about that. Let's talk about that. So that was the other thing I said. You. you when did you in Madison? So. So my wife Faith. Uh, I'll say this and then ask you. Um, did the same thing. We were married a year and a half when I started Trifecta, which I just recently sold. 
And um, we had like a sit down meeting when we decided to quit my church job and go full time and or try to start it. And she and I have always done pretty good at having that like let's get on the same page here. Mm-hmm. And it grew so fast that we had to do it often because like things change, right? Yep. And luckily for us, we didn't have kids when it blew up. So we had our daughter in 19 when I got to a million bucks in revenue in year three. And so, but thankfully I kind of got it rolling mm-hmm. and did all the suck stuff the first two years. I mean, working 90, 80, 90 hours a week, I never got a hundred, I don't think. But, um, so tell me like, because I think there's a lot of guys or girls um, listening who don't know how to bring their spouse or you know onto the page because if they're not involved in the business, sometimes it's like they don't know what they don't know what I'm dealing with. I don't want to bring them in too much. How do you and her? How do you and Matt? I'll tell how me and Faith did. How did you and Madison? Y'all have monthly like business meetings where you guys get on the same page. She doesn't work in the business. No. Um, how do you guys stay on the same page communication wise? It's just a, it's a constant communication and it's, it's something I struggle at. Um, cause I mean, there's so much going on day to day. It feels like I talk about yeah, this you, one thing going on. You had 20 calls in the truck Yeah. in like two hours, maybe. Yeah. It's crazy. And <laughs> yeah. So if I've been talking all day, sometimes I struggle to like kind of just keep her up to date, yes. but I feel like I've gotten better at it. Um, but it's just communicating like, Hey, here's kind of like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what's going on. Like just talking about the people in the sure. business, talking about like our the vision for like the next year, three years, five years. Yeah. Um, so it's just constantly communicating and it's, I think more communication is never bad. I totally agree. Uh, over communicating is not, there's no such thing as over communicating. I always say that my wife and I do something cool that a listener can, can maybe get some from is we try every Sunday night. Um, to have like a recap meeting for the what happened last week, what we liked, didn't like, that went well, and then what we got coming up. Mm-hmm. And usually we have like a kind of a quarterly long discussion on the business side. My wife has been awesome. My parents own a business. I don't know if you know this. Did you know my parents own a business? Automotive. Automotive for 35 yeah. years. And I learned a lot about what to do and what not to do from their experiment of that because mm-hmm. they both worked in it like every day. Yeah, my parents do the same thing. Same thing. Yep. And so... Me and my wife kind of decided we would never be in business together just because of some some reasons. And um, so my wife is awesome because she doesn't really ask me anything in detail because I'm a talked out at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, But if there's uh, – we have like kind of a rule without speaking. as like if it's something big, if it's a big decision, big financial decision, or could be a big decision like strategically – like it has to be talked about. So that's something for maybe someone listening is if it feels big, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the worst thing I've heard guys do is like they don't say anything, whether they get in a bad financial situation and then their spouse had no idea and they thought they were like balling on a budget type thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then freaking stuff just hits the floor. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure you, Madison, probably have similar yeah. similar conversations. And she can tell when things are going right because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes I just – I'm worn out. I'm stressed sure. out and don't want to talk about it, but you need to be open. And that, again, that's something I don't do perfect at all sure. is just talking about like, Hey, this is going on. Sometimes I'll just get quiet, but no matter what's going on, you need to talk about it. What's, just, what's date night look like for you guys? Do you guys have a, a date night or a week monthly, you know, long thing? Yeah. We try, try and do it's hard, try and do at least monthly, if not more. But mm-hmm. right now with just, um, with, with Brooks and everything going on, especially in holiday season coming up, it's hard for us too to just get away. Yeah. Um, so we're 
a work in progress, but we do good normally going on two trips a year, just yeah. at least for a long weekend. Sure. Um, just get kind of getting refocused on us because right. marriage is first before our Absolutely. children at the end of the day. Absolutely. That's an interesting point. A lot of people don't believe that it's, yeah. uh, if you, if your marriage isn't healthy, the kids your would kid, never be. No. Yeah. And, the, and the kids can sense when it's not. And I agree with that. I, I, I encourage you to try to do like every other Wednesday. We, My wife and I is kind of inconsistent on the day, but it's twice a month at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's insanely important for us to at least two times a month. Um, okay, so talk about with your faith, you, were, you know, with God and, and your relationship with God. You know, I was, um, faith's been important to me for 12 years now. For you, how long how long have you been following Jesus since you were a little, little since boy, I've right? Been in church my whole life. Um, I got um, got saved when I was twelve, and I no. think got baptized when I was thirteen. Okay, so yeah, so, yeah, in eight nine years now. Yeah. So, what is what do you think the hardest part? Because I'm gonna be now my turn. Honesty hour. I the last six to twelve months of my business uh, before I sold it in uh, July August. It got really easy to ask God's blessing after I made a decision rather than for his guidance before I made it. Um, like you said, the miscarriage did that for you. It kind of jolted you back to reality of what's the most important. Mm-hmm. I easily did that. Like things were going so well. That's just like, all right, God, I'm, I was telling him what I was doing rather than asking what he I should do. Yep. And I think that's super key for anyone listening to that is making sure that you're asking God's guidance not his permission <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> because we don't tell god what to do <clears throat> but i had i i just realized that like six months ago and uh so so kind of tell me what does that look like in your business you know for you what is putting god in at the front of your business look like on a daily day thought to thought mm-hmm. anything that you can think of what does that look like practically so our four core values is take ownership mm-hmm. love others be positive and always be growing. Mm. So the love others is it's servant leadership at the sure. at the core of it is just serving with an open heart. And yes, things some things in business suck and things happen and you get frustrated, but yeah. like it's just the people like loving the people even though like if you don't agree with them or whatever, like it's loving that person as Jesus would mm-hmm. and just being positive, having a positive outlook on the day cuz not everyone that works for me I don't think believes. Yeah, sure. Um which I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it, if they do, eventually, great. And um, if not, I just need to be the best um, mm-hmm. representation of Jesus as I can Amen. each and every day for people that work for us yeah. um, or the customers that we serve. So awesome. it's mainly just that servant leadership mindset. That's awesome. I, I we it's it's not uncommon for people to know this, but we had a speaker come in every month that was always Christian based. Uh, we had biscuits for guys, and we that that seemed to do some cool stuff. Um, but the biggest one I had was I tried to make myself available. We prayed every Monday morning with the team and you know, whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. that does. But the biggest, the the biggest thing I saw that helped was my availability for conversation. So I would tell guys, Hey, if you're struggling, um, I think I said a phrase, I can't remember how I said it, it was like pains, heartaches or problems. Um, then why don't you just text me? Hey, can I get 15 minutes after work today? And I would just sit there and we'd talk and I'd try to encourage them and tell them how I could pray, ask how I could pray for them. Mm-hmm. Um, just being available. So anyone listening, watching, I think being available is key, you know, because owners, uh, there's a stigma, right? Yeah. That, like, oh, uh, you're the boss. Yep. yep. 
um, <clears throat> that you're the boss, you're, you're too busy, you're too cool, yeah. you drive too nice of a truck, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Eric about killed me today in the truck. Uh, never knew I could go 95 miles an hour in a 60, <laughs> but I did it today. Um, you're right, though. That truck, like, yeah, there's no, smooth. you would never know. Yeah. Well, it's not a Ram, but hey, it'll work. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like those were the best conversations I ever had with guys about their faith, about their life, about lack of faith, whatever. And um, so I just want to encourage people uh, who are Christians. I had a guy write in the other day that made me think about this. And um, be bold in your faith. Uh, don't shove it down anyone's throat, but put it out there. Um, and if you have a lot of employees, I, I keep getting this message. You pro- We probably don't have enough. Um at the under 20, but like there was this company that would reach out to me called corporate chaplains of America and like 30 employees. Plus they would come and be with the guys like two day, two mornings, um, a week and Mm -hmm. like from seven to seven 30 and they would just be there on standby as almost like mentor counselors. It was Mm -hmm. really, it's really cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So they'll like, uh, they'll show up and like, Hey man, how you doing? Can I pray for you? Uh, you need anything? And they were just kind of there. And, um, I always thought that was really cool. So, We'll get into that in another episode on how to do ministry in your business, but I just want to talk a little bit about faith and family and how they kind of mix in our businesses because at the end of the day, without God and without family, we shouldn't be in business. Um, if we're not doing it for him, we're not doing it for our family, what are we doing? It's yeah. like to buy a nicer truck, <clears throat> nicer boat, like who freaking cares? Yeah. Um, so anyways, Eric, appreciate you being on this episode. We're going to try to keep it uh, tangible so people can listen to it and not make it 13 hours. Uh, everybody, this is Green Up Podcast. Alex Kirby, Eric Hill. We'll see you next time. Make sure you go and like, subscribe, leave us a review if you can, and uh, you keep leveling up out there. See you next time.